Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits, and then go watch it while we eat some soup. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I drove 40 minutes for fried chicken this week, but the place was closed when I got there. And I'm Brianna, and one of my roommates fat shamed me, so I tried to burn the house down. And today we'll be watching the 2021 American supernatural comedy film, Ghostbusters Afterlife. However... Before we get into the movie of the night, Brian and myself will talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while easily scanning the godforsaken internet. Um, please go check out some old episodes of Dopeflix. Uh, we haven't recorded this week, but we'll be back in a couple weeks, taking a little bit of a, a mini hiatus. Uh, it's fluid, just like here, uh, just like here at Popcorn Bags right now. So we'll see what happens. See how we can get get back on that soon. Uh, I just wanted to, in terms of how we've been kind of on and off lately Brianna though I want to shout out some OGs just some places you know Oakland Oakland California they've been with us from the beginning Calgary Fort Lauderdale uh, Edmonton Champlin I think that's Ohio not sure New London somewhere in North Carolina I think New London Arvada place called Arvada y'all some day ones thank you big shout out we appreciate you Thank you. Um, Brianna, I, by the way, just in terms of my opening, I did drive to get Canes this week and it was closed. What what happened? It was, I don't know, I went on Martin Luther King Day and... Oh, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> I made a, a, an, an uh-oh. Um, I got Blaze Pizza instead. It was fine, but it was, it was not Canes. Tidbits... Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie of the night is Ghostbusters Afterlife. I wish I had some canes right now to watch this movie because I'm super excited. I'm geared up and I wish I had like a full fried chicken meal in front of me. I got some other, I got some snackies. We'll be all right. Uh, it's written. You shed some Texas toast. So. <laughs> no, no, I don't want Texas toast. You bitch. Shut up. What is that? That's the buttered no, toast they give you. Raisin that's not canes. what it, it's not called. Texas toast, though. Like Texas toast is like you know, it's like the the frozen. That's what they call with it. The cheese. There's no cheese on it on the Texas toast. That's what raising canes call. I don't it. like that. I just call it the. I I can tell you the bun. Mad. I'll just leave it with that. <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife <laughs> is written by Gil Keenan and Jason Reitman. Uh, Gil Keenan is Oscar nominated himself. He for directing the movie Monster House. Not a bad movie. I. I actually liked that movie the first time I saw it. Is that the animated Yeah, it movie? is. I like that movie. Yeah, he also wrote and directed A Boy a boy Called Christmas. Christmas. A Boy Called Christmas, mate. That, that was on... That was somewhere. I saw that floating around. Not something that excited me. Was not geared up for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I am this one. Uh, Jason Reitman, who is also directing this film... Ghostbusters Afterlife is an Oscar-nominated uh, Oscar persons himself, most known for Juno, uh, Up in the Air, and Thank You for Smoking. Those are the three that really caught my attention. He's also the son of Ivan Reitman. Oh, those are classics. Yeah, those are those are good ones. He's also the son of Ivan Reitman, the director of the original two Ghostbusters. So keeping it in the family. This was like, I guess... They've always wanted to do a third one, and it was supposed to be about going to hell, and they were going to, like, meet the devil. But then I guess they used that 
like material for the video game that came out that was actually pretty well received, I guess. Uh, people really seem to enjoy that. It came out in like 2009, Brie. Um, and you play as like the original Ghostbusters. I was doing hot girl shit. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I get that. Um, but they, I guess they've always wanted to make a Ghostbusters story, and they ended up Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like I said, I'm super excited for it. I heard there's a decent amount of fan service at the end. I've heard that it's a really good show. I'll give the the the, the ratings in a second, but it stars McKenna Grace, uh, Finn Wolfhard, Carrie Coon, and Paul Rudd. With some guest spots by J.K. Simmons. Always love a good J.K. Simmons guest spot. Bill Murray, of course, from the original. Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and even Sigourney Weaver. No, um, no fucking Rick Moranis, sadly. I don't think. He retired. He's he's done. No, he's coming back and he's doing like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids again for Disney+. Plus. That's happening. He's back. But not for this. Uh, we don't need that. Yeah. Uh, and also Harold Ramis. Rest in peace, Harold Ramis. Uh, oh, rest in yeah. peace. Um, I love Carrie Coon, though, by the way. Uh, she was great in The Leftovers. Have you ever watched that show? That's an all-time great show. No, I don't know what those Ooh, are. You should watch that show, The Leftovers. It's about sp- I have spoiled ham sits on the counter. No, it's about... It's <laughs> like four seasons long, though. That's it. And it's about people who... It's pretty much about the snap. Uh, and people just like live with half the world gone, and it's super amazing. Oh my god, does not get enough credit for being an all-time great show. Really tight. Uh, who's in it? Fucking Justin Theroux stars in it. He was awesome. Okay. Not a fan of Justin Theroux. No, I have like other shows that I have to get to. It's not that I'm not interested. <sighs> It's just I have other things that are more... What? What's more pertinent? Pressing. What? What's more pressing? So, um, the book of Boba Fett, first of all. Not that that takes a long time, but you do have to wait each week, and it's like, oh, when's it coming? Yeah. What else? What else? Um, I want to start Ozark. Ooh, that's a good one. Ozark's really good. And then I also want to watch Succession, so the okay. leftovers is kind of pushed that's a little fair. far. Back. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, back to Ghostbusters Afterlife. It started filming in July 2019 in Alberta and wrapped after 68 days. Brianna, that's that's pre-pandemic numbers right there. That's what we know. Uh, okay. okay. It wrapped in 2019 as well, and they shelved it obviously until 2022. Because of the panty. (laughs) Now, this made $191 million, so it still made a lot of money. But Trolls made like $200 million. Do you think that if they released this in the beginning of the pandemic, it would have made like $400 million? I do. Trolls the movie or just people trolls? No, Trolls like Trolls World Tour in the beginning of the pandemic made like two. Did you see Trolls World Tour? No, but I did. Oh, did you? (laughs) No, I didn't. I saw it because it came to streaming. It was like one of the first See, that's movies what I'm, that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if, it just shot out of if nowhere. If Ghostbusters came out, more people would have seen that than Trolls for sure. So I feel like they should have just went full force with all. Like, next time we have a pandemic, like a new one, that's like, like, it's like oh no, pandemic. They should just release all the movies because they'll make a dick ton of money. Uh, I don't know because at the beginning of the pandemic, people were still like, oh, what's this whole coronavirus no, but thing once and the- so people like weren't going to work and like kids were out of school so they were probably like yeah let's go see trolls world tour it wasn't like uh 
I don't know if I want to risk it right now. Let's let's wait. Well, there was no movies in theaters at all. Like there was just no theaters were shut down. So if you have no options to go to the theaters, this would have made a dick ton of money. Like if there's no option to go to the theaters and there's no new movies coming out, this should have been released in 2020. I think it would have made twice as much money. I really do. The reason I say well, that, at the, you know, decisions been made already. At the t- fuck you. At the time of this recording, it has a seven point <laughs> three out of ten on IMDb based on ninety thousand reviews. It also has a sixty-two percent critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on two hundred eighty-four reviews, and a ninety-five percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes as well based on five thousand reviews. Ninety-five percent audience score. For, Hell yeah. Forty-nine percent on Metacritic, and ninety-one percent of Google users like this movie. <laughs> Hogs ate it up. Slop. And the right trolls. The and the trolls. The trolls and the hogs loved it. So I'm excited. I, I, I love Paul Rudd. I love Carrie Coon. I love Finn Wolfhard. I think he's great. I don't know who McKenna Grace is. I don't know. I, I love Bill Murray and J.K. Simmons. Um, McKenna Grace was young Tanya Harding and I, Tanya, but since you never saw that movie, you wouldn't know that. I've got other things to watch. Got other things mm. on my list. Mm. <sighs> mm. What are your expectations? Because a two-hour movie is just too much for Fuck you. Fuck you. What are your expectations? <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest with everybody. I never completed the first Ghostbusters movie. Boo! The original because when Boo! my brother used to love that movie. So he used to watch it a lot and it actually scared the shit out of me (laughs) like i know i say a lot of movies when i was younger scared me but this movie i remember distinctly like actually like keeping me up at night like i would scream about it and i'd be like i'm having bad nightmares because it scared me so much i have no idea why it's not even a scary movie i don't think (laughs) uh no i was actually saying this to my girlfriend today the reason the 2016 Ghostbusters didn't work is because it was too fucking goofy. The original Ghostbusters was like, it was funny, but it was not goofy. It was not serious either, and I don't want to say like, based in horror or scary, but there's like a tone of fear in there, and it's like, it's pretty, I don't know, there's there's parts that make you, like, especially as a kid, that make you go like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Like, that's that's a little frightening. So... That was me. Yeah, there needs to be like a dark, <laughs> a bit of a darker tone to it. I thought the 2016 Ghostbusters was, it was... I thought it was garbage. It was there, it was fine. I thought it was terrible. I saw it once and I was like, that's all I It was too slapstick, again. too goofy, too slapstick. I did not enjoy the characters. I don't know. It, they. Just... I liked Chris Hemsworth. He was good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That was pretty much the only reason it became a, a fine movie. It was because he was in it. Yeah. And I saw it in theaters, so I didn't really have a choice. I like went with my family, and I was Ew. like, I don't have a choice to get out of here. Ew. Okay. Ew. <laughs> do you have a synopsis for this one? I do. No sponsor today. We lost all of our sponsorships. Uh, we've been, yeah, we've taken too much time off. We'll get them back next week. We have a sponsor for next week. Maybe. It's the Beaver Bong again. It's our original sponsor. My people have not talked to anyone else's people, so. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Ghostbusters Afterlife. When a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and their secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Okay. All right. That's the. I think I know who the grandfather is. Spoiler Spoiler alert. (laughs) It's it's Ernie Hudson. (laughs) (laughs) What's your uh, synopsis? Oh, I don't have a synopsis. I don't. Oh, you don't have a synopsis. I'm not disrespecting Ghostbusters Afterlife. I've never even completed the first one. All right, I appreciate. Who am I? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I have a. I have a synopsis. Uh, it's Ghostbusters it? Afterlife. Where's Eleven? That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, grab your bowls of soup, and in three, two, one. <laughs> And we're back uh, from watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. Brianna, what did you think of Ghostbusters? I really loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. Wasn't it so good? It was the perfect movie that we've been missing the past couple weeks. I know. uh, (laughs) We've had so many just like hit or misses and uh ghostbusters afterlife the hogs they know what's up they were right the hogs were right i'm right with them on this uh even down to the music and i don't mean i don't even mean like the like the classic ghostbuster song just like the ending battle uh horns like it was just like classic like big movie sounds and it it was just it, it really good humor action the, I mean, let's start with it, Brianna, the acting, right? Like, I thought that Grace McKenna chick was fantastic, really great. I said it right off. She was Mc- super endearing. McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. Grace McKenna. There's two, it's two first names. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> like Ricky Bobby. Kids these days. <laughs> Ricky Bobby over here. <laughs> um, She did a fantastic job. I know you aren't familiar with too much of her work, but I think you're a fan now. Probably won't see Itanya yet, but that's fine. No, I she do want to see Itanya, not because of her, but I just I I do need need to see that in general. She did a great job. Um, Paul Rudd, obviously, a solid actor. Oh, <laughs> Paul Rudd was great, and he had some one-liners in there that fucking killed. So oh. good. <laughs> that's all he had was one-liners. Anybody? That anybody want some unrefrigerated shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, um carrie coon did really well not super it's not that he did a bad job i just wasn't overly impressed with finn wolfhard's performance you know i kind of agree uh mckenna grace really stole the show in terms of the kid actors there was podcast mm-hmm. and he was fine he <laughs> he felt like your casual normal kid actor that they they got and like he was just like good enough like he played a 11 year old boy and it was it was fine but yeah finn wolfhard really didn't bring it like he brings it in uh stranger things it seemed very yes that's why i was kind of it seemed very slow like i don't know it seemed like he wasn't like acting it's i don't i don't know how to describe it but 
That's... I couldn't tell if it was his, like, he, he was trying to get into the character of him being, like, the older brother who's like, I don't care what my little sister's doing. She's weird. Maybe. So I, I don't know if it was that, but, like, yeah, he wasn't, like, blowing me away. I've never seen Stranger Things, but, like, obviously it's a really good show because. Oh, yeah, it's, just... it is. It just keeps slapping on. You know, maybe it's just he's good the at we- the web. <laughs> maybe he's just good at acting as a kid. Like Millie Bobby Brown in King Kong. As much as we shit on the MBB around here, uh, like she's like she's a decent actress, and it shows on the screen. Like she she shows emotion and she can act physically and like I don't know. It just just things that it seems like Finn Wolfhard may- maybe won't grow into. Only time will tell, but we're just making fun of a child at this point. We're picking. <laughs> he was 15 in the movie, so okay. it's not really a child. All right, yeah, old man then. Get the fuck <laughs> off the screen if you can't act, bitch. Uh, no, I think that the J- Jason Reitman did a good job. I thought the direct directing was, was great. Uh, Alberta, beautiful, right? Am I wrong? You mean Oklahoma, Canada? Yeah, Oklahoma, Canada. No, right though. Like, where they shot was really was really pretty. Was that like? Did they shoot the mines there too? Like that was was that? Yeah, was that real or was that like those who wish me dead and they CGI the entire thing and they really just tricked us? Our uh, our Alberta people, let us know what's the deal. We got listeners in Calgary. What's the deal? Yeah, with the... let us know because I think it's fake news. Yeah, what's going on? It was really pretty. That I had no idea, no idea. Very, very interesting. The I still, landscape. I'm still sus. Yeah, I'm, it's 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 a bit sus. Um, <laughs> uh, the story. What did you think of the story? What did you think of the story? I thought the story was perfect. I've never seen. As I said, I never saw Ghostbusters. Definitely didn't see Ghostbusters too. Because why would I want to relive it? Um, well, so in terms of my story, I was like, oh yeah, this went along great. <laughs> Okay, yeah, like, and that's interesting. That's a, that's. I'm glad that you don't have a frame of reference and that you didn't watch the Ghostbusters before this, because I had a thought during this and I was like, I kind of get why critics panned it because structurally it's not perfect, and like the setup to the middle point isn't great. It's a it's a little build upy, and maybe if you didn't have a fondness for the original Ghostbusters you wouldn't like it that much but you not you coming from a point where you haven't seen the originals and they they bring no nostalgia to you whatsoever and you still enjoyed the movie like i think that i think that speaks to um you just being a good critic Brianna if i'm being honest now, the critics don't get it man like i get it like uh, the, it wasn't perfect but you can't sit there and say it you know like rotten tomato Right? Like, is that, like, you can't give it a rotten tomato, the splat. You can't give it the splat. That's, this is not a splat movie. This was a good movie. No, 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 no. In the, in no, in term, no, 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 no. You know, no, 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 no. Critics were wrong. The family <laughs> stuff at the end, like, was a little bit much. I didn't dislike it, but, uh, like, you know, it was a, but it was only, like, five minutes. It's not that bad. Like, we got some good after credit <laughs> scenes. A couple cool after. Great after credit scenes. Yeah, the end was, like, a little, like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Which but we're ending it like that. Like the ending ending? Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that no, in the spoiler so, zone, but Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the actual like the last few minutes of the movie, I was like, Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. I was like, Okay. I was like, Is he gonna Oh, oh no. I was like, I hope he doesn't. Oh, oh. Nope. Okay. Oh, oh. 
No. Some interesting, <laughs> some interesting acting from the old hogs on that one. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I liked the the first half of the movie was um, it was good for me because it kind of set my Ghostbusters scene, and it helped me kind of relate to the other Ghostbusters, even though I didn't see them. You know what? All the way. Yeah, and you know what? To that, to that, Brianna. Maybe it's that these critics who have been watching movies for so long obviously have an affinity for the old Ghostbusters, and so they felt like they didn't need the setup. But you, as somebody who's never seen the Ghostbusters, like you needed all that setup for the movie to work, because if it. But it also was it like it was good setup, and it did obviously make it much easier for me to stick with it. But at the same time, it didn't really, they didn't talk a ton about what happened in New York. They just kind of said like, oh yeah, like yeah. there was a, a catastrophic event. But they also talked about like other things too. So you didn't really 100% need to see it. And then at the end, yes, they did all connect sort of. And it was like, oh. Yeah, it does like, it does tie into old Ghostbusters, I think rather well. I Considering how far apart they've been, like it's not... And it's like, considering how bad the Matrix didn't tie in together, oh my like, God. yeah, holy shit, yeah, <laughs> Jesus fuck, no, this was way better of a nostalgia trip. Uh, like it, like in, in, it ties into old Ghostbusters, I think, super well with just like a, just like a little bit, just like this, and I'll get into it in the spoiler zone, but just like a small thread that makes you go or make me go at least, like, oh, okay, like that's plausible enough to a, me. Like it was a kiss. Yeah, it was, it was like just a little eh, kiss of it. It's good enough. It's good enough for me. I, I I think so. And so, yeah, I thought the story was, was good enough. I didn't think that it, once again, I didn't think structurally it was the best. It did oh, have... Oh, I don't think it was, like, the best written story ever. I just... Yeah. <laughs> it, referencing the actual story of Ghostbusters. It was... It was... It was fine. Um, it's not going to be, like, a best... Uh, best screenplay or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good-looking uh, sound editing was great. Like, all around... Good blockbuster movie made 191 million dollars. Deserve to make more, but they were robbed. You know, it's a it is the weird panty thing going on. We don't know. People don't and know now you can't on. even rent it. It's yeah, not even. It's rentable. like twenty dollars. But I. It's like the most expensive purchase ever. I don't want to blaspheme, but they could make a whole new world with these kids. They could make another. Like I would take a second one. You know. Oh, they're definitely I don't making need, another one. I don't need a three and a four, but you could give me a second one. Especially with what the, would it be? Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, this isn't a spoiler. After after life after after. Pre. This should have been Machina. afterlife question mark. This isn't a spoiler because it was in the original trailer. That scene uh, with Paul Rudd, where he goes in the grocery store and he sees the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Men for the first time. Those things are so fucking cute. I couldn't control. I couldn't contain myself. Do you remember the squeals that were coming out of me? Oh, they were so the, <laughs> the squeals that were coming out of the Stay Punch Marshmallow Men too, though. They're like, ew, ew. <laughs> okay, let's oh, so cute. let's get into popcorn score so we can okay. jump into the the good stuff, get, the goodies. <laughs> sl- slam it on me. What do you got? What's your popcorn Sla- bag? <laughs> oh god! Slam those popcorn bags on me. <laughs> I'm into it. The classic 80s song by Warrant. Um, <laughs> Slam those popcorn bags on me in the name of love. 
Okay, uh, my popcorn bag score for Ghostbusters Afterlife? Question mark. <laughs> out of 50 popcorn bags, I'm going to give that a 39 out of 50 popcorn bags. <gasps> wow. That's a record high, I think, for Brianna. Wow, that's crazy. Who would like to be called Seismologist, by, by the way? Seismologist <laughs> Brianna. Podcast. Hey, podcast. No, your podcast. I'm seismologist. Okay. Okay. Don't don't try to typecast me because I'm Asian. Yeah, oh, that's fucked up. That's true. Are, are you recommending the movie? Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. You know what? This is a, oh hell this yeah. This actually, Brianna, may be the first time I wrote my popcorn bag score down about five minutes ago. I'm also Whoa. giving it a thirty-nine. <laughs> this may be the first time we've ever given the same score. Like, I want to see the receipts later. I I, I, I have you. written down thirty-nine. I'm obviously recommending it. Good movie. Go check it out. Like, super enjoyable. And obviously, if you've seen the old ones or not. So, good good point of views on this one. I, I, I like it. Spoiler zone. Brianna, favorite parts, least favorite parts. Please start me off with your favorite parts. One of my favorite parts was Paul Rudd's one-liner. Oh my god, are you... F- before? That's the first thing on my list for favorite parts. Go on. Dude, take it away. Take it away. Fucking Bill Murray, get out of my mind. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're hive-minding it. Get out of there. Paul Rudd, he he plays the, the seismologist science teacher for summer school kids, and he just has some just bangers of one-liners from the who wants to eat refrigerated shrimp to like oh your daughter's weird but that's cool i like her um (laughs) and then just like awkward one-liners with the mom who he's going on dates with and it's like oh you're dating your student's mom but also yeah you're paul rudd so i'd hit it too (laughs) (laughs) he puts on cujo for the the uh the summer school kids because he calls them all dumb but (laughs) one of my favorite things is that he was supposed to replace rick moranis's character essentially and um i don't know like he kind of played they played it well like it worked it really worked for me if anybody could do it it was paul rudd and he really paul rudd looked like an absolute snack brianna to that though one of like one of my favorite parts was the marshmallow scene oh that's my second favorite (laughs) like that like that that was amazing. Like they were just so cynical and 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 devious and like murderous <laughs> and so cute though at the same time. And yeah, they don't sh- they don't show you that part in the trailer. Yep. Like in nope. the trailer, they just gave you that like a little hint of like yeah, there's a little marshmallow no, man they're coming. Fucking evil. He's coming back. And and they're so they're so cute. And they also and all Paul Rudd wants is just ice cream, and he goes into the Walmart, and they're just so cute. They also tie into like the. They do create a distraction within the the third act that does like create more storyline because they're little ghosts and all the ghosts converge onto this one dirt farm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And guess who's there? The oh, marshies. Oh, marshies. I'm telling you, just as cute as Grogu. We're talking Grogu. Grogu cute. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if... I feel like they might be like, oh, 
we're just a little smidgy cuter. Oh, Brianna's in love with the Marshies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was so excited when they came up. I was like, oh no, there they come. And they pop up and like they're so cute. And Paul Rudd's like, oh my god. And he pokes one in the little butt. And then all of a sudden, like, all the other ones start coming out. And you're like, that's okay. They're still really cute. And then some of them fly by on a Roomba. And you're like, oh, my God, that's even cuter. They're on a Roomba. So, they don't know what that is. It's obviously a, it's obviously a callback to the original one because the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man was, like, the big the, the big uh, Godzilla-like creature that he, was he stomping like Manhattan. He just like a Macy's parade, like, yeah. fucking pool but float I or think, something. I think that, like, they did a lot of good... A lot of good callbacks. I really enjoyed them. And then the way they linked events into this movie, I really liked. Like how the building materials that were mined from the Oklahoma the mine. Yeah, like they were in... Slam girders. They, that, <laughs> they were in the building from the original one that was kind of the basis of Zool coming in... in, in Fuck Zool. Yeah. Zool fucked me up when I was little. Cre- Fuck that bitch. You know, creating a palace <laughs> up there. I, 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 Olivia Wilde was a was a weird Zool. I wasn't a. I don't know why they needed Olivia Wilde. I don't know why be, it needed to be Olivia Wilde. Yeah, it could have been. I I thought it was James Charles at first. I was <laughs> super confused. You did. I was like James Charles. This is, you YouTubers are out of control. <laughs> Back to the marshmallows. Back to the marshmallows. <laughs> Um, but the, but links, the little marshmallows are so cute. Links, I'm like crying. Links to the links to the original though. They had the Ghostbusters song at the end, thankfully. Oh no, it was it was perfectly timed at the end. Perfectly didn't timed. Didn't need it the whole movie except for at the end, and it was like yeah, okay, yeah, jam it out yeah, it was now. Just, like the and like no, it was the original. It wasn't. It wasn't some weird fucking 2021 version, 2022 <laughs> version. It was just straight up wasn't original. <laughs> It wasn't some weird remix. It wasn't Ariana Grande. I read that it like uh, McKenna Grace was like on a song she at sings, the end. She sings the song after the theme song. I plays. was worried like, that it, the credits are ten minutes long. I, so. I was worried that it was going to be like like her singing like Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, she sings. She sang the song that you fast forwarded through. Oh, okay, yeah. For, well, there's <laughs> two. There's two after credit scenes. Which after credit? Okay, actually. Um, after credit scenes. Let's let's talk about that right now. The first after credit scene was what? Sigourney Weaver. Okay, yeah, and that was like a cute little. And Bill Murray. That was cute, and then the second one was clearly a tie into like more Ghostbusters, right? So yeah, the first one with Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. If you're not familiar with the first Ghostbusters, you're not going to really understand that one. You're just going to be like, "What's going on?" And like. Since I sort of saw Ghostbusters, I was like, I'm sort of into it, but I was like, mostly what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just a mega callback. It's like a cute scene between Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray. That's 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 it. But the second one, Brianna, do you want to take him through it? The second one where Harold Ramis's little lady friend pops up and there's a scene with Harold Ramis in the first one. I don't know if it was in it, but it was, like, from that time where his little lady friend is like, Oh, Harold, oh, jeez, oh, poor little me, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to give him a fucking coin. 
Yeah, she wants to give him some, I don't know, Lord of the Ring thing. And she's like, take this with you. <laughs> and then flash forward, she is actually in the beginning part of the movie. She stops by the dirt farm and she's like, oh no, what happened? Like, I was just one of Egon's whores. And <laughs> his daughter's like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> the dirt farm. She's like, I don't know who you are. But then she is seen in Ernie Hudson's character's office because Ernie Hudson's character is a big finance guy who has like a billion dollar global company in some sort of, I don't know, I think he sells like NFTs, they said. And then um, they're talking and she's like, oh, I tried to give Harold this I don't sorry tried to give Egon this coin but uh he didn't want it I actually don't remember the the after credit scene (laughs) (laughs) so first outside of the two of them talking I don't Ernie Hudson Ernie Hudson is goes back to the old Ghostbusters like firehouse oh yeah and then he is standing there he's talking about how he's a millionaire he's got all this money and he's standing there talking about how he likes to give back to the community. And then it pans to the like the, the ghost box and it's blinking red. And then it ends and it cuts to a new Ghostbuster symbol, which is the little marshmallow man with a cross over him. But it's interesting. That's inter- what I call my vagina. It's the it, ghost box. It's gross. It's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because it's disgusting. It's interesting because. <laughs> They mentioned that the old Ghostbusters headquarters got turned into a Starbucks. Yeah, they mention it in the middle of the movie, or not in the middle of the movie, but they mention it earlier in the movie where they're like, yeah, the old firehouse got converted to a Starbucks because, like, Tribeca got taken over and then WeHo also came in and whatever. I don't really know. But then at the end, when Ernie's in there in the old firehouse, like, you see the fire pull and you're like, oh, okay. And then in pulls the the car and he's like i'm gonna fix you up baby Um, (laughs) i do it's all coming back to me now i do remember that part (laughs) and then the ghost box (laughs) my ghost box lights up and i'm like oh no no. and i feel like that's why i was like there's definitely gonna be a sequel there 100 percent has to be there has has to to be. be something even if it's just like a like a i don't know maybe like a limited series (laughs) They made enough money. Um, what about least favorite parts? I didn't like how. But yeah, they also have to. They have to catch up because I feel like McKenna Grace is going to get older. Well, yeah, it's already been so many years yeah, since they made. Yeah, movie. that's true. I mean, but it doesn't really matter. They could do two years later, three years later. That would make a difference. What about least favorite parts, though? I didn't like how Carrie Coons became possessed. Like, I didn't like how specifically, because the smoke kind of, it just, like, the smoke traveled into the basement and then just, like, possessed her. Like, not very creative. That, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah, that was, uh, I think the only reason why it possessed her in the first place was because Zool really wanted to see Paul Rudd and Carrie Coon's characters do it. Yeah, they always gotta do it. She's sick and twisted. Yeah, Zool's a weirdo. Um, They always gotta bang. Yeah, she wanted to see that happen. But yes, in terms of like creativity, it was like, oh, yeah, it found her in the basement. Cool. Yeah, like Paul Paul Rudd was the only guy in the Walmart. Like that's kind of like he just happened to be in the Walmart where the ghost was in there. 
but like this other ghost like specifically went after Carrie Coons. I feel like it should have possessed some random wo- woman like some I'm trying to think of an ugly actress that would play a good like a good like funny ugly actress. You know what I mean? Like a like an Abby Glazier type uh, or something like that. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, um, since I was fat shamed today, I'm not going to go around <laughs> saying people are ugly. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say fat. So I went with ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts just about the same. Yeah, okay. So, um, um, yeah, no, the creativity was, it was low on that point, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and cry about it. It no, was yeah, one of not... the few bad parts. Yeah. And I know they touched on the relationship a lot, like a, like with, Carrie Coons and how she didn't know her father super well. Oh, she was like overly bitter. Overly bitter. And like they touched on it a lot. It was obnoxious. But so that's kind of, we have to talk about the ending because we both clearly did not enjoy it that much. Um, I just don't think that whole thing really needed to be in there. Like it ends with, uh, it, it, it ends with Harold Ramis's character coming back in ghost form and he helps guide McKenna Grace, like, uh, in, like, her hands and give her the strength to, to blast Zool. There was, like, a ghost moment, yeah, like, yeah, Patrick's it was, Yes, and then, and then all, <laughs> and then Bill Murray's there, and, um, um, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and uh, yeah, the Ghostbusters Ernie reunite essentially. There. They reunite and they they're all like looking at him, and he's not talking because he's a ghost. And clearly, they didn't want to try to recreate his voice. The ghost itself looked pretty good. I will say that it did look like an old, like it did look like old Harold Ramis. It looked like him, um, but I thought it was a little too much. I don't think they needed to do it, and I didn't like how Carrie Coons and Egon. Her father had like this weird ghost reunion and she forgave him and it was like, oh, ghost reunion just seemed weird. I think they could have cut it at, well, first of all, when the hand comes up, I thought it was the fat ghost because <laughs> it's like a blue hand. And I was like, is that the fat ghost? Oh, that's funny. Her? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and then I went, no, 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 it's it's not the fat ghost. Why would the fat ghost be helping destroy them all so yeah the hand comes in and then you see harold ramus's ghost hologram and you're like okay and then bill dan and ernie all acknowledge it and it's like okay yeah egon's here that's great what a heartfelt moment like they're all together rest in peace harold ramus what a moment they should have cut it then but they didn't (laughs) They didn't. They kept going, and then Carrie Coon and Harold Ramis had a weird hug where he just disintegrated into the sky. Um, weird. Like, we had already come to the point where McKenna Grace's character was like, my grandfather was a cool scientist. What the fuck? Why didn't no one tell me? Like, we already established that. Like, we didn't need to go any further when they were having, like, a moment there. And uh, there was just, like, a lot of, like, staring between the old Ghostbusters and Harold Ramis where like it, we didn't need to be looking back and forth at each other. It just, that was unnecessary. (laughs) And, uh, that was my biggest gripe about that. It wasn't that they reunited. I liked that they did show him, but it was all the moments after where it was like, okay, we just got rid of Zool and all those ghosties. Like, let's go get some ice cream. But no, instead we're going to have like a whole, like, oh, look who it is. 
reunion. Yeah, that pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But that, but it wasn't like once again. It was only like five minutes, and it it really didn't like take up a lot of the storyline. It was just dropped in here and there. Like they talked about it a lot, but it was just dropped in here and there. Um, and then it just took up five minutes at the end. So so not bad, but just felt unnecessary. Did you have any other least favorite parts? I didn't. I didn't like um, Finn Wolfhard's characters, who's the girl. I never really got her name, but there's like a a chick that works that spinners the cool roller skate drive-in food place. Right. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I have a boyfriend. Um, you can wear my boyfriend's sweatshirt." And then he's like, "We're the same size." <laughs> Her dad is the sheriff or the the head cop in town. Yep. And Finn Wolfhard and McKenna Grace and Podcast all get arrested for driving without a license, destructing um, public property and speeding. And the the dad's like, yeah, I guess you get a phone call. And it was like, okay, you don't, you're not going to give them a phone call. Like, you're going to be a little bit of a douche about it. And then when Carrie Coon comes in with Paul Rudd and the unrefrigerated shrimp, he's, like, kind of being hard on all of them. And it was like, bro, like, who are you? Why are you such a hardo character in the middle of Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was so unnecessarily, so unnecessarily hardo. Uh... But he was only in it for like two seconds. They didn't even bring him back. <laughs> Just like I didn't understand. He was like, you fucking blowing up this town, you little peck of wood? I mean, I liked that it tied in with him being the girl's dad. But I was like, whoa, where's this attitude coming from? Everyone else in this town seems pretty fucking chill. Yeah, yeah. The real chill, small Oklahoma town. Yeah. And then we got this guy. Woof. Woof. So, yeah, he was one of my least favorite parts. I didn't like his presence. I didn't like the negativity. Mahogany Soul would not approve of him. Uh, Mahogany Soul would <laughs> hate this review. A- a- absolutely hate this review. Um, I am... I'm tapped, though, Brianna. You got anything else? Just, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but the marshmallows were so cute. <laughs> they were so cute. When you first see him come out of the bag, okay, he, okay, he okay, okay. Thank you. And because he's, thank he's you so much for shelf, watching, everybody. He gets these we, little imprints on his. We love you. He's a marshmallow, and then they go away because he's he unsticks. And he's a little marshmallow, and then one of them gets run over by a room. Please and be schmear. Please be sure to check out. Please be sure to check us out next week. There's Doflix too. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I can't do this anymore. I think goes in the blender. I think next week. And then at the end, they cover podcast. Oh God, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. We're watching. Uh, I think the tragedy of Macbeth next week. Bye, everybody. (laughs) No marshmallows in that movie. Say goodbye, Brianna. (laughs) See you later. Bye, Beans. To everyone. Everyone have a nice day, except for Mahogany Soul. Oh, bye. Bye.